Heyo! Welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say, this journey is so much more fun with a bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. Welcome back to this week's episode, my built to be you friend, wherever you are tuning in to this week's episode, whether you are on your commute to work, you are out walking your dog, or you're doing the dishes, or some other random task, I am so excited that you're here today, and I'm kind of feeling a little bit sassy, and my challenge for you for this episode is to reframe your perspective on the word balance. And so often I hear people, whether it's in the DMs or through my coaching calls of people striving to achieve balance. And I think back to like sixth grade science, fifth grade science. I don't know. I think it was science class anyways. Makes sense that it'd be science class where you had to have like the balance beam thing and you had like one silver plate on the right side and one silver plate on the left side. And you would put like a chunk of dirt on one side and then you had to drop the little like one gram blocks. Was this just me? Am I just making this up? I feel like this was definitely something we did in science class because I vividly remember how annoying it was to try and drop these blocks on the balance beam on the opposite side of like the dirt pile to see how much the dirt pile weighed. Anyways, here we are doing this in life. We're trying to make everything perfectly centered, perfectly harmonized, perfectly balanced. And that's just not realistic. And my goal in life is no longer to be achieving or striving for balance, but to have days, weeks, months where I am proud of how I manage and prioritize my time and energy. And so I'm going to share some things with you and some powerful conversation insights that I've had with athletes and coaching clients recently around this word balance and trying to achieve balance because I think it's really important that we realize that you realize you're going to have certain seasons where you have more demand of you. You're going to have certain seasons where you have time for more rest. You're going to have certain seasons where you're more energized. You're more energetic. You're going to have certain seasons where you're more excited about doing social plans. You're going to have certain seasons where like you just want to sit at home in like a little burrito ball and watch Outer Banks season three, episode 10 on Netflix. Not to get that specific because I absolutely just did that this afternoon and it was fabulous. And my whole point of this is to share with you that there is going to be a season where you slow down, where you learn the power of pause. There's going to be a season where you are pedal to the metal, hail Mary, let's freaking go. But I have three pieces of advice that I want to share with you that I think are going to be super insightful for you to walk away from today's episode with. The first one being, I heard this in a podcast once and it absolutely changed my damn life. Don't let your imagination be bigger than your calendar. How many times have you been a yes woman to the shift, to the extra shifts, to the overtime shifts, to the social plans, to the dinner dates, to the actual dates, to the dating app dates, to, you know, whatever it might be. You were a yes woman. And then you went and plugged everything into your calendar or you lived through the week and you got to the end of the week and you're like, oh my God, I was stretched 
so thin this week. And that was actually like in real time, me last week, I overcommitted on a lot of social plans. And while I'm so thankful, grateful, blessed to have the social community that I do here in Colorado, I got to the end of the week and I was like, if I would have plugged that into my calendar, there's no way I ever would have said yes to all of those things. Um, and knowing that there is so much power in pre-planning your weeks and really just taking even five minutes to do a week at a glance, meaning it's Sunday night, you sit down, you look at your calendar, whether that's like a physical piece of paper and pen calendar, or that is a Google calendar or an iCalendar, whatever insert calendar is for you. And looking at your week at a glance, like what do you actually have going on? And where is there white space? Where is there transition periods? Where is there time to just be? And I do a calendar audit frequently. I am a Google Calendar girly. I love Google Calendar, mostly because I love to color code all of my things. So like my workouts go in pink because like they make me so happy. My friends and social events go in a yellow. My work shifts go in a green. My podcast stuff goes in a purple. So like everything has a color code to it. And why I think this is so helpful is when I'm looking at my week, I'm able to see like what color is dominating this week. Do I have a lot of green in this week? Am I working a lot? Or do I have a lot of yellow in this week? Do I have a lot of podcast interviews this week? Do I have a lot of coaching calls this week? Do I have a lot of strides for strength stuff this week? And that color coding is a visual way for me to see where my energy and where my intentions are going. And again, my goal is never to be balanced in all of those things, but to have a healthy amount of the different things that fill up my cup. And simultaneously knowing that certain days, especially days that I'm off work, certain days off work, uh, at least one day a week, I have a play day, meaning there's no... I do my best. I don't want to say no because I still work full-time and I'm an entrepreneur, a podcast host, all the things. I wear a lot of hats, but I do my best to make sure I have at least one full day where I have no business meetings. I have no athlete calls, no coaching calls, no podcast interviews, and that works really, really well for me, at least in this season. And so my question for you is, do you actually know what you are obligated to show up for this week? Do you actually understand that you only have 24 hours in a day. Do you actually understand that those 24 hours never grow? That time never changes. Yet here you are committing to a 12-hour work shift, a two-hour dinner date with friends, a one-hour workout, and then you get to the end of the day and you put your head on your pillow and you're like, wow, I'm freaking exhausted. Of course you are because look how thin you stretch yourself throughout your day and throughout your week and throughout your months. And you know, do that consistently and you're eventually going to put yourself in the pits of burnout. Why do I say that? Because I've been there. And even I will say last week was like a very low energy. I'm on the brink of burnout type of week because I did stretch myself too thin. So what did I do this week? I didn't let my imagination be bigger than my calendar. I plugged every single thing in that I wanted to do this week from social events to work events to work shifts. And then I was able to say, Hey, Michaela, there's no white space here. Where do you fit into this? Which is why I make it a point to also incorporate my yellow and my pink time in there, which is like my socialization, me time, and my play time and my workouts. Um, So that way I can actually visually see how things fit into my calendar. And a lot of times through, you know, with my athletes and with the nurses that I work with, it's like, well, yeah, I'm going to get in an hour workout four days a week. Okay. 
where? Where does that actually fit into your calendar? And they scratch their head and they look at me and they're like, um, well, like maybe Wednesday at 5 p.m. No, there's no if, ands, buts, or maybes. If you want it to have a spot in your calendar, give it a spot in your calendar. Make it a non-negotiable. Make sure that you actually visually understand how that fits into your week or into your life. And with this, there is so much power in a pause before you say yes. There is so much power of a pause in between scheduled tasks or events. There is so much power in a pause just in life. And I'm very much in like this pause kind of week for me. I have spent the last seven days not on social media whatsoever. I have not scrolled Instagram. I have not scrolled Facebook. And it has been the most soul freeing thing ever, mostly because it's allowing me to pause and recalibrate what's actually important to me. It's helping me recalibrate my energetic brain, my creative brain. And I've also been learning to pause before saying yes to somebody. And sometimes this looks as simple as, hey, Michaela, do you want to go to dinner on Thursday night at 5 p.m.? I'm like, hey, friend, let me look at my calendar and I'll get back to you. And even think about in your own life when somebody asks you to a dinner date or asks you to go out with friends or grab drinks or your manager asks you to pick up an overtime shift, you in the moment feel the pressure of them being physically in your presence or on the phone with them or reading their text message that you act out of impulse or you act out of that pressure or you respond out of that pressure rather than actually sitting the time or taking the time to sit down and reflect and evaluate and look at your calendar and look at your other obligations and check in with your energy before saying yes. So my challenge for you is this this like upcoming week, I want you to practice the power of this pause, really taking the time to slow down, be present, check in with yourself before you say yes, before you commit to something. Because you know what happens when you overcommit? You stretch yourself too thin, you let your imagination get bigger than your calendar, and then you end up angry, irritable, and resentful because you have no time for yourself or no time for the things that you say are important to you. And do you love how I said that? Because you can say that something is important to you, but if it doesn't have a space in your calendar... Is it really that important to you? Now, I'm not saying you have to be married or you have to be tied to your calendar and like live, breathe, and die by your calendar, but I am saying that you do have to learn how to be mindful of where you're spending your time and your energy. And leading me to my last point that I want to talk about that I've already touched on is certain seasons are going to require different energies from you, different commitments from you, and that's okay. And this is something that I really try to hammer home with my athletes and with the nurses that I work with is that you aren't meant to operate at the same level of work and drive and like work ethic all of the time. You're going to have seasons where you need to slow down, where you need to go inward, you need to regroup, you need to recollect. And you're going to have certain seasons where, again, I talked about at the beginning of the episode, where you're going to have more time and more energy to do other things. And it's not realistic for you to think that you're supposed to have the same 
tasks, the same routines, the same habits, the same intentions, the same goals every single day of every single week of every single month of every single year. Think back to a version of you six months ago. Was she doing and did she need the same things that she needs right now in this season? And honestly, the golden ticket to life is self-awareness. Being able to slow down and check in with yourself and figure out what it is that you actually need right now. And when you're doing, going back to the first point that I was talking about, when you're looking at your weeks at a glance and you're mapping out how everything fits together, are you putting things on your calendar from a place of shame and guilt and scarcity because you should be doing something? Or are you doing it from a place of compassion and love and kindness and growth with the highest version of yourself in mind. You know, think about you, the nurse who's listening, who works three 12-hour shifts a week and she's shooting all over herself that she should get one one hour workouts in six days a week. Does that realistically fit into your calendar, my friend? Chances are probably not. So you have to learn how to shift and kind of expectation management of what you're actually trying, the standard that you're actually trying to hold yourself accountable for. You know, I am all for holding yourself accountable and setting standards for yourself and not letting yourself fall short of the commitments that you said that you were going to do, even when the moments passed. But I am here for being honest with yourself about what it is that you need and allowing yourself to be a human, recalibrate, regroup, and redirect. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. So my hopes for you in this upcoming week is to really reframe and challenge your belief system around this word balance. Is it actually balance that you're trying to achieve or are you trying to achieve a life that feels aligned with a schedule that feels energetically recharging where you manage your priorities and your intentions with authenticity and the highest version of yourself in mind? You know, it's not about all parts of your life being equal. It's about knowing and understanding that certain seasons, certain weeks, certain days are going to require different, you know, levels of commitment from you. But without you being able to actually look at your week and visually see where your time and energy is going, you overcommit yourself. You try to be there and be everything for everybody. And then you get to the end of the week and you have nothing left for yourself. And that is when our high ambition gets in the way of achieving the big dreams because you can have these ambitions and these drives and these desires, but if you don't have the energy to actually execute on those things, what kind of progress are you making? Chances are you're not making progress at the rate that you want or with the intention that you want or with the hard work that you want. And there's so much power in pausing before saying yes, before committing to things. And as a multi-passionate entrepreneur and a full-time nurse, this has been my biggest pain point of 2023 is, you know, when something gets asked of me or when I get this new idea, really sitting down and taking the time to pause and reflect and think about how is this going to serve me? How is this going to make a greater contribution to the legacy that I want to leave and the woman that I'm becoming? Rather than just being a yes woman to everybody and everything and every ask, really being intentional about the way that I say yes, who I say yes to, and the driving force behind saying yes. If the yes is from a place of integrity and authenticity, it's a hell yes, absolutely I'm going to show up for it. But if it's from a place of shame and guilt of I don't want to have FOMO or I don't want to miss out on these plans or I don't want to let this person down, 
the answer is an automatic no. And know that, you know, certain seasons are going to require a different version of you. So quit being an unrealistic a-hole to yourself, thinking that every single day and every single week is going to look the exact same. All right, that's it. Nick is a little bit sassy, a little bit tired today, but I just felt like I needed to come on and share that little golden nugget with you because this episode is a, hey, come with me. I'm figuring it out in real time kind of thing. And I'm always going to be transparent. You know, I'm a human too. I have weeks where I need to go massively inward. And that's very much the season that I'm in right now. So, you know, come connect me on the gram, even though I'm not super active on there at the time of this recording. I'm sure that I'll be back in no time because it is one of my favorite places to be a creative. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.